At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, hour number three. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang out with us tonight. Uh, let's update everything. Kelly, what's going on? I'll start over in the NBA. We've got the Hornets on top of the Cavs, 102 to 89. This game is now in the fourth quarter, 920 remaining. The Hornets, 11 and a half point live favorites, 231 and a half. Your live total in that game. Magic looking good a little bit recently. 94 85 on top of the Pacers. Magic, seven and a half point live favorites, 222 and a half. Your live total. The Knicks still on top of the Sixers, although the last update I gave was also at half, and it is still at half. So, of course, they're still up on the uh, 76ers. 62-55, Sixers, three-and-a-half-point live favorites. 225-and-a-half is your live total. Over on, let's go to college basketball because I don't have hockey pulled up because I'm really, really prepared for this segment. That's that's how good I am, Gil. Uh <laughs> Over in college basketball. Unprofessional. Yeah, exactly. We've got a few games in progress. Uh, Creighton on top of UConn right now, 21-10. to 10. That game 11-20 left in the first half. No live numbers I'm seeing currently on that one. Uh, let's see. Some of these other games going on, I'm going to go through them all because I know some of them are conference tournament games. This one is not in the ACC. Clemson up on Georgia Tech. That just went final. Clemson wins that one 68-65. George Washington uh, on top of Duquesne right now, 68-62, 145 remaining in overtime. No live numbers up on that one. UMass up on Fordham, 77-72. Ten seconds left in the game there. Oh, man. Tennessee State up on SIU Eagle. Do you know that school? SIUE? Yeah. Southern Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Edwardsville. Was that was I was uh, did I get it, Jeremy? Yeah. Southern Illinois University Edward Edwardsville. At Edwardsville. I'm going to go with that. 52-41 Tennessee State on top. Tennessee State a nine and a half point live favorite. One forty and a half, the live total. Lamar up on UTRGV, which I believe is uh, Rio Grande Valley. Uh, is that Texas? That is correct. Yeah, nailed it. Wow. 24-23. Lamar one and a half point live favorite. One twenty one and a half. Your live total. We've got Auburn and Mississippi State. Uh, that will be tipping off here momentarily. Auburn is a four-point favorite, uh, 142.5, the pre-flop total in that game. We also have in the NBA one uh, 
tip-off here in about eight minutes. Thunder at the Nuggets. Nuggets laying a whole 15 and a half points, 225 and a half is the total for that one. Uh, I did play Shea Gilgis-Alexander's points, rebounds, and assist prop, or points and assist prop the other night. Can't really argue that tonight with Josh Giddy still out, so he's going to be running offense. Uh, the assist numbers should be there for SGA. Lou Dort out as well, so he's going to be putting up a lot of shots. Not, I'm not playing it tonight just because you're going up against a more formidable defense in the Denver Nuggets, as well as if this game gets out of hand, SGA might be headed to the bench early. But still, I would not be playing the under on it, that's for sure. So lean over on that one. That would be the only... Only play I'd really be looking at that game starting here shortly, Gil. Yeah, some uh, some tournament finals, uh, specifically in college basketball earlier today. Big South started their tournament this afternoon. Uh, historically black colleges, North Carolina A&T won in overtime, beat Radford 78-71, so they advanced covering the one-and-a-half point spread there did A&T. Charleston Southern, this gets back to the Dr. Bob trend that we're talking about with uh, conference tournaments. Charleston Southern came into their game against North Carolina Asheville with a 5 and 24 record. 5 and 24 taking on uh, North Carolina Asheville had a winning record heading into this game. And uh, Chuck Southern, as we like to call him, uh, they win it 79-78. They had a uh, jumper to uh, win the game and missed, but they got the rebound and knocked it back in to win that one 79-78. Also in the Big South, uh, high point. This one went to overtime as well. Beat Hampton 84 to 77. Uh, Northeast Conference quarters earlier today, uh, Long Island, uh, Brooklyn, LIU, Brooklyn, they beat Sacred Heart 82 to 75. Uh, Sacred Heart did get the cover there. They were eight and a half point dogs lost by seven. That one in the Northeast Conference and also in the Northeast, uh, Mount St. Mary's just absolutely destroyed St. Francis of New York. A couple St. Francis uh, schools in the Northeast Conference. Mount St. Mary's easily covering the six-and-a-half-point spread in that one. Also in the Northeast Conference, the other two uh, quarters, Wagner beat St. Francis earlier today. St. Francis of Pennsylvania, 82-53, to easily covering the 11-and-a-half-point spread. And Bryant advanced over Central Connecticut State, 73-59. to But uh, Central Connecticut State was catching 17. So the... 8-24 and 24 Central Connecticut State team gets the cover there. And as Kelly mentioned, uh, still to come in terms of tournament games. By the way, Ohio the Ohio Valley was a Tennessee State SIU Edwardsville game. That's an Ohio Valley Conference tourney game. Still to come here and just about to tip off, if it has not already, the Big South game between Presbyterian and Campbell. And I think that would be all the turn. No, Ohio Valley still has one less uh, later today. Austin P taking on Tennessee Tech. With uh, Tennessee Tech a one and a half point favorite, that one should start about an hour from now. We did. Uh, we just got a tweet a couple minutes ago from Greg V. This is said what one for Gill. Kevin Willard Seton Hall didn't foul up three with twenty seconds left to go. Oh, thank you for that. We uh, Matt Cox and I uh, agreed we should keep a list. We said this in the NBA. That's list. true. Yeah, we, we said this in the NBA that we should really keep a list. By the way, Jay Wright for Villanova did it three times last night at the end of the game in their game against Providence. But the one thing about Steve Nash is Steve Nash does it all the time. People like to knock Steve Nash as the coach of the uh, Brooklyn Nets, but he can be counted on to foul up three. Yep. 
Brad Stevens didn't used to do it. That always used to bother me about Brad Stevens because everybody always slurped him, and I'm like, hey, he doesn't foul up three. They, uh, there's a couple of these guys too that it's the they know they should do it, but they it it's always the mix of analytics and old head old coaching minds, right? Where they're like, okay, I know I should do it, but in this situation, they're not gonna they're not gonna expect it if right. I let it go, right? right. And you're like, dude, just do it every time. It's good. The numbers will work out over time. Well, the, what they're of course all terrified by is exactly what we saw in that game between the Clippers and the Wizards. Do you remember that? During a football season? Yeah. Where, remember, the Clippers were down, like, what, 30-some points in that game? And then Luke Kennard hit a hit a, a, hit a three to cut it to four, and then the, the Wizards turned the ball over, and then Kennard got fouled on the way up where the three, and he tied the game. Or that was actually to put, the, to put them ahead, I believe, on the free throw. So, yeah, they were down three, and then he got fouled on the way up, and so the four-point play. But that is such the but, but, rare exception. Right, and that's also one where, look, it's the players got to know what's going on, right? That's not on a coach. The coach can say go out there, make the foul at the right time. Players got to know when the right time is, you know? And you've been, know. you've been playing this game long enough. You have to know what a foul on the floor is and what a foul when the guy's going up with the ball. Well, and that one with Kennard, if I, if I remember it, it did look like the Wizards kind of fouled him on the court, and then the ref decided yes. to like interject yeah. himself. But, no, you're right, Gil. But that's what, like in those situations, it has to be obvious, yes. right? Without like we say foul, but you have to foul without a a shred of doubt that they're going to call it on the floor. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, if there's a chance for those guys to go up and like Damian Lillard does this, maybe as well as anybody, where it's the he'll kind of go you in to uh, try to foul, and right. then it's oh, all uh, of a sudden I'm I up shot. in the air. But that's such a, it's such a non-basketball play, it you is. know, and it's like okay, we're really gonna let him let him get away with that. But they but do there's, like, there's so many that's that's why like basketball is one of the greatest and weirdest sports, right? Yeah. Where it's like the okay, you're intentionally fouling. Why should that be a part of the game, right? right? So then okay, fine, goat the guy into intentionally fouling you. I just want to go back to something we did yesterday. We uh, we talked about the rookie of the year in the NBA. And I think that's worth bringing up again for those who missed it yesterday. I talked about it a little bit this morning, too, because I thought about it today. I'm like, that's there is no way Evan Mobley should be minus 700. And so we had Scotty Barnes at 7-1 to one and Cade Cunningham at 8-1. to one. And this is widely available, not in the state of Nevada, mind you, but elsewhere. These are still available, these numbers. And I thought about today, I was, it was sticking with me. I'm like, man, I wish I could bet this. Because he's still got a quarter of the season left. And Mobley's been great. He should be the favorite. I'm not saying he shouldn't be, but he just shouldn't be that big of a favorite. Scotty Barnes has gone off, right? 28 and 16, two games ago. Had a double double last night, and they're back to back against the Nets, the Raptors back to back against the Nets. And Cade Cunningham, as we spelled out last night, his stats are comparable to those of LaMelo Ball last year, yep. who we were all like, oh, he's clearly the rookie of the year. I mean, who could possibly, you know, shoot torpedoes into this guy's resume. And so for me, I think if you, Matt brought up, they said you put a half unit on Barnes, put a half unit on Cunningham. I think if you have conviction on one or the other, go ahead and put a full unit on one of them. So I was wondering about, when we were talking about this yesterday, and this is our graphic from last night, so Jeremy, you can just keep this up because I'm I'm going to compare the numbers here. (laughs) Did it change? I was wondering with, Josh Giddey's missed a few games, and it was wondering if that was going to, when that was going to show up in the odds, because he might be out for a few more. So he was 12-1 to last night. They've moved him down to 22. I just opened up this page. Mobley is no longer minus $7. Oh, what is he? Minus $9. 
What? Because they had to move Giddy. Uh, they had to move Giddy down right to uh-huh. twenty two. So you move o- o- Mobley up to my. It kind of makes sense. Well, right? at least they're doing it but, that way. But yeah. Barnes and Cunningham's odds are now worse too. Right? Yeah. Barnes is plus six fifty now. Cunningham's plus seven fifty. Okay, we'll grab them then at those prices. Right? Only again, not not. They yeah, didn't, they didn't move all that much. But but I, I mean, I think it's even more to more to our point. It's yes. it's. It's with those two guys. Our biggest point was there is no way in the world Mobley should be minus no. seven dollars, minus nine dollars. That's right. He's in this market. He is in. He's in no way a lock to win this with this much season left. He's not, and I think this really is. It's, it's, I think it is really a good a, a good market to bet right now because. This happens sometimes in these awards market. You know, we see these in long sports, especially with longer seasons, where if a guy starts off amazingly hot, then okay, he's the favorite and he stays there for a long time. And then it's like now this is where these other guys are really heating up. And they haven't really adjusted the odds appropriately, yeah. in my opinion. And, and Giddy has no chance, so you can wipe him off the board. As great as his season has been. I do, I do think that's about as good of a bet as you're going to get right now in, in uh, markets in the NBA. Barnes and Cunningham uh, for Rookie of the Year. Again, still about 20 games left, give or take a game or two for all these teams in the association. Golf coming up next. Visa's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want to get in shape but having trouble staying motivated? Make five hour energy shots part of your lifestyle and get the energy boost you need to get fit with zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine. It's the perfect pick me up for getting stuff done. Go to fivehourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from with flavors like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more. There's a flavor for everyone. Get a five hour energy today. It's Vison's Primetime Action Live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, John uh, Hasselbauer was kind enough to join us earlier to talk about the Arnold Palmer Invitational and his picks. Uh, but Kelly and Matt are always making picks of their own. They're always modeling golf. Kelly, you're on, my friend. What yeah. do you got? The API, Arnold Palmer Invitational, Bay Hill we go to up in Orlando this week. Uh, you know, this is really where the 
Unfortunately, since Honda Classic's been put in a bad schedule spot, this is really where the Florida Swings truly begins, I guess, uh, up in Orlando. Uh, at Bay Hill, you're going to see one of the longer golf courses on tour. This is going to come in at 7,466 yards. Mm-hmm. Par 72, we're, back, we're on Bermuda grass still in Florida. Uh, past winners here, we had Bryson DeChambeau go 11 under last year. Terrell Hatton, 4 under. Molinari, 12 under the year before. Ford. You have 100. This is an invitational, so 120 players in the field. You're not going to have 140 plus like usual uh, for the cut. If anybody's worried about props on that, or even for DFS, I know this matters. Top 65 and ties will be the cut uh, after the second round. So something to uh, keep in mind for sure there when you're looking at that. Um, this is going to be another very tough, tough course, like we saw uh, over at the Honda Classic. It as uh, you're going to see very long approach shots, both on these, whether you're on par fives or par fours, more approach shots from 200 yards away than any course on the PGA Tour since 2016. So that was a major stat that I used in my model as well. Um, just looking at guys that are that are sol- that have solid long iron plays. Um, this has, with some of the recent changes they've made, this is rated in the top 10 in terms of tough courses on the PGA Tour in four of the last five years. So not only is it long, but it's tough too. So you're looking for guys, uh, you know, at least myself, looking at guys that uh, we talk about win equity all the time here, but you're looking familiarity in this course was important to me this week. Uh, I'm looking for guys that are solid off the tee. Rough is going to be very long there, so I want guys that can have that driving distance, but are also going to keep it in the fairway. Uh, very, very important. Um, just going off some of Matt's notes here, par, par is going to be important. Good score on majority of the holes. You're not going to see low, low scores. Might not be as bad as the Honda last week, but it's not going to be much better either. Um, you have, uh, let's see, all these par threes are over 200 yards. So long par threes, and par threes is not something that I typically factor in too often, but with how long they are, it's something you want to take into account. You've got a bunch of, uh, you got five of the par fours land between 450 and 500 yards. So that was something I took into account as well. Again, narrow fairways, thick, rough, once, once guys off the tee to keep it in that fairway range. Um, and then you're going to see very fast greens here. Uh, very fast greens, that's something that I incorporated in my model too. Bermuda, super fast, got to be what looking out for that. Water's in play on a 11 of 18 holes here at this tournament. We saw even more of that at the Honda last week, but be careful because you could see, don't make the same mistake I did where I had a guy going into the final round with a five-shot lead, and uh, you know, water comes into play, and it can it can ruin you, take you out of it really quick. So if you get guys that are leading, look for hedge opportunities. I think that's important um, as well. As far as stats that ended up going into my model for this week, uh, it was off the tee and fairways gained. I really did want to look at that. I wanted guys that could get it out there but get it into the fairway as well, not be hitting out of that rough. Uh, that's important. Uh, strokes gained approach, always the most important stat we're going to talk about every single week. Uh, when we look at golf, that is simply how are you going to approach the green? How you, you know, I want guys that are putting it three, four, five, six feet away from the cup, not having tw- trying to make 20-foot putts. Uh, like I brought up earlier, proximity 200-plus. 
Don't often weigh these proximity stats too, too much, but this is the number one course, like I said earlier, where you're going to find approach shots from 200-plus yards out. Uh, strokes gained par 5, always important on tough courses. You want guys that are going to hit birdies and pars on par 5s. Those par 3s from 200 to 225 yards, there are three of them that got factored into my model. And then looked at a little bit, some putting stats, uh, just opportunities gained, which basically it goes into approach how you every all the putts you have within 15 feet of the cup and then strokes gate putting as well um for my model this is back to uh like we saw uh, very early in the year, uh, in the early in the season, Gil, John Rahm, number one, last 12 rounds, last 24, last shocker. 36. Shocker. Yeah, so- shocker. So he is uh, obviously at the top of the odds board. And, you know, let me run, let me run through those first. Rahm plus 750 over at DraftKings. Rory 10 to 1. Scheffler 16 to 1. Victor Hovland 18 to 1. Fitzpatrick 20 to 1. Sung JM 22 to 1. Uh, Matsuyama 25 to 1. I really have no interest in any of those guys shorter than Matsuyama. I think those numbers are are honestly too short on most of those guys. Rom plus seven fifty. He might be tops in my model, but with 120 golfers out there, I just can't play a number like that. Rory has incredible course history here. Uh, he is number one in the field uh, over the past five years. Strokes gained. He is. Uh, he was T ten last year. T five the year before. T six the year before that. One in 2018 was T four in 2017. So he's a guy that you're going to see a lot of people betting this week. Uh, um, I really started to build my card around Matsuyama and Will Zalatoris. That is where guys that I saw popping high in my model that I went back to. Zalatoris, I'm back on outright after uh, losing that horrible playoff about a month ago. We'll see if uh, see if that the game can improve a bit and actually get home for me. But he was top five in all the models I ran. So was Hideki. So a lot of bets there for me on those two guys. Uh, outrights and then both top 20s pretty heavy on those guys. Um, other outrights that I bet Keith Mitchell at 45 to one, uh, Keith Mitchell been playing really well recently. Uh, and another guy that has good course history here was T 43 last year, but he had two top, top 10 finishes the two years before that. So a guy that not only the recent form, but the course form course history here working really well for Keith Mitchell. Sam Burns is a guy that Matt and I both, uh, played this week. Uh, just he hasn't been playing as well recently, but he's back on the East Coast where we saw him have a lot more success last year. And on a, a, the one I was a little bit didn't think he was gonna pop in the model that I had, and he really did. So I, I'm looking forward to playing Sam Burns at a 50 to one mark. It's a big number on a really good golfer who has just struggled uh, here recently uh, in the tournaments that he has played in. Uh, some of the other guys I've got going, Luke List continues to hit in the model. He was top 10 in my last 12, last 24, and last 36 uh, round model. Got to look at win equity here. Luke List got his first win ever on tour this year. I have a I have a smaller outright bet on him at 80 to 1. I have a large bet on him at top 30 at plus 190. I think it's important to keep in mind with guys like that, uh, like a Keith Mitchell, like a Luke List, that might not rack up the wins. Go heavier on those top 20, top 30 markets. Play him smaller in the outright. Right, so heavy bet for me and Luke List on top 30. And then a couple guys that, that were up there in my model was a little surprised by Keegan Bradley and Martin Laird. Didn't play any outrights on them, but did play uh, top 40 bets on them. Uh, Martin Laird at one plus 175. Keegan Bradley 
uh, coming in at plus 120, one of the better approach players, one of the better longer iron players. If we go over to Matt's bets, I can show you who he's got. He's got outrights on Victor Hovland, makes sense, long off the tee, uh, should should do well off the tee here and on approach. Sung J M, always good in Florida. He got it 28 to 1. Jason Kokrak, uh, 44 to 1. Sam Burns, 45 to 1. I know he's been talking the past couple days about playing both those guys. Martin Laird, obviously someone that stuck out to him as well since he played an outright on him at 130 to 1. Uh, Danny Willett, got, he, he's been playing better golf recently, so a 200 to 1 on him, I don't mind as a long shot at all. Then he went with top 10s on Keith Mitchell. I'm on him in a top 20 market, so I like that bet. Cameron Young, uh, Matt bets every week, if you don't know. Cameron Young, he ties into a bet uh, literally every week that we do this. So he's uh, got a top 10 on him. Didn't go outright, it looks like. Top 20 on Paul Casey and top 40s on Maverick McNeely. And Ches Reavy, not Chex Reavy. So don't don't mix it up with your Chex mix there, Gil. <laughs> yes. Uh, by the way, Rory, by the, nice job, by the way, Kelly. That was that was six solid, six, seven minutes. Your voice almost didn't make it. Well done. Almost didn't, yeah. Um, Rory, top 10. Now, we saw John Hasselbauer was on the show earlier. He got Rory top 10 at, like, plus some stupid price, like plus 180 or something. He's still plus 110. Yeah. Would you still play that I at don't plus mi- money? I do not mind it at all. I like Rory here. We will do our – we'll go over our one-and-dones next segment, yeah. I guess. But that is uh, – that's something I would consider. I don't like – I don't really love playing top 10s, though. If I would like a bigger number than that. Hmm. If you could find a top 20 on him at minus 110, I'd rather lay that. Uh, I did play him in a first-round leader, though. I did. It's not my graphic. I did play three first-round leader bets. Played Rory at twenty-six to one. Sebastian Munoz, who we were talking about earlier, at eighty to one, and then Martin Laird at ninety-five to one. All right, sure. man. Take it. Take a swig. Take a breather. Nice job, Kelly Bidlin. One and done. Coming up next for the Arnold Palmer Invitational, right here on Veasan's Prime Time Action. We'll update all the scores as well. Uh, we'll check on Andy McNeil's hockey scores as well. He had the uh, puck line. On the Lightning tonight, he was on the Kings. All that, come back. Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Beeson, the sports betting network. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. Skill Matt and Kelly. It is Beeson's primetime action. Kelly, Dia uh, over here. You say you have a, a loser video coming. Yeah, that correctly. Cavs didn't get it done. I'm, I'm going to pull up the uh, gonna pull up the stats, Jeremy. You can fire it whenever. I don't care. Give me your favorite loser video. <laughs> I got I to pull up the, these Charlotte Hornets stats. I, I, I got to pull up for you because they are. They were going off tonight. Isaiah Thomas looks like he was going off tonight. <laughs> Did he really? They just signed him. Too. Yeah. Four, they won by 21, 119 to 98. It's absolutely rolled. Up. Okay, and they're past. 13 games. Mm-hmm. They've won three of them, Gil. Yeah. Okay, they've covered four times. Mm-hmm. I've bet them twice in the past five days and lost, not only lost both <laughs> bets, not only lost both bets. What did they lose by tonight? 21. Okay, they lost by 30-something on Friday night against, uh, or they won, they beat the Raptors by 30-something. The, uh, the Hornets did on Friday night, and I bet the Raptors on Friday night. All right, Isaiah Thomas did not go off. They just keep showing him in the highlights because he did what? have 10. Yeah, he had like a 50-point game in the G League like four nights ago. Yeah, That's why. he had 10. The, the big score was Terry Rozier went crazy. He, he had 29 for the Hornets. Kelly Oubre Jr., you, you ran into an Oubre game. 
19 from Ubre off the bench. Come on, Kelly. We're, the Kellys are supposed to stick together, man. Come on. You, me, and Olytic. What about his career, by the way? Ubre Jr.? It's a tough one. It's like, I hope he gets like a an Andrew Wiggins-like redemption. Yes. To, you know, at Find some point. a spot that matters for him. Because like at this pace, he's going to play for 20 teams. I mean, he, yeah, you're right, but like, actually, he's having a good season this year. Yeah, I mean, he's what second or third in the six man of the year voting but right he's, now. But he's never the guy that they want to keep around in the end. Yep. Um. All right, one and done. Arnold Palmer Invitational. Should we do this? Sure. Yeah. Well. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, we'll have to get Matt's later. But yeah. the. Um, I, I'm going with Rory because I got a, I got some catching up to do. Yeah. I got some catching up to if do. If I was trailing, I would have picked Rory, yeah. too. I, uh, I didn't want to pick him, but I'm like, man, I think I have to. I almost, I even up, I was going to play him. But now that you've decided to play him, I don't know if I should anymore. See, well, that's where it's, that's where the, I love the strategy of what yeah. I've done. Because now, because I, I, I would ruin this week for you. I already you. got in your head. Like, you're like, I could do the curling, like, like shuffleboard block Kelly from ever get, you know, he can't get better than well, me this I could, week. I could do that for the rest of the calendar you, year. Yeah, you really could. Let you yeah. go first and then just pick the same dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and then when I order you your steak, I'm going to be like, excuse yeah. me, I got to go to the bathroom quick and then uh-huh. run back to the kitchen and be like spit on that for me. All right, I was I, w- I was going to go Roy. I'm not going to go Roy. I'm going to I'm going to take uh John John Hassel Bowers <laughs> uh, suggestion. I'll take Matthew Fitzpatrick here. I'll take his suggestion. That's not a bad one. Matthew yeah. Fitzpatrick who is played uh this will be his second tournament uh on the PGA Tour so far this year. But Matthew Fitzpatrick is fourth in strokes gained over the past uh, five years at this tournament. He was T10 last year, T9 the year before that, second place finish in 2019, and a T for 13 in 2017. So, yes, we're talking about guys that have played well at this tournament in the past. You're on the right one. All right. So, we got that done. We'll get Matt's because Matt, Matt was uh, scheduled to bounce early tonight, so he bounced. Um, so, one other thing from yesterday. So, we did, we did the, we talked about the number, well, we talked about the NBA Rookie of the Year prop. Then we also did that combine prop, the 4.29. Yeah. yeah. So you know what? DraftKings, slower than 4.29 is plus 120. I saw those tweets. Go- so you hit it on the show this morning. And I did. Was there a lot of people tweeting it again? Yeah. yeah All people- I've heard, for, have you heard a single person say, take the faster? Nope. Me either. Because they shouldn't. It shouldn't. It's, 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 how many times have we said, some bets you have to be willing to lose, right? That where you're just like, here's the evidence to support for the bet. Right. And, and, and if I lose, ta- I lose. And are we talking about a silly market right now? Yes. But like when you yes. when when we boiled down a market, like when we when that was in the rundown yesterday, Gil, did you think we were gonna spend more than a minute and a no, half on it? No, as a matter of fact, when I saw it, I was like, oh god. <laughs> exactly. We're talking yeah. about a combo. And now you've turned it into like 45 minutes worth of content over uh, the past. Not 20 quite, minutes. but getting there. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, because it is it is interesting because yeah, obviously, when you put it in there, I'm like, okay, well, I'll take a look at it because I'll, I'll do that much to uh, to make the segment. And then you're like, well, why would this be the dog? Because, again, 13, 13 participants in the history of the Combine, right? W- which has gone back to 1987, and I get it. In the 80s and 90s, they weren't running this fast. Again, in like 94 and 95, the fastest time was 4-4-something. Slow pokes. So, ne- <laughs> so 13, 13 people total, though, still not that many have done better, have go, have run faster than 4.29 seconds at the Combine. And one of the two big candidates that could have eclipsed 4.29 this year, gone faster than 4.29, was Derrick Stingley Jr. from LSU. He's not at the Combine. 
So it's this kid from Memphis, Cal, uh, I want to say Calvin Harris, but I know that's not his name. Isn't that the DJ here in, uh, isn't that the DJ here in, uh, in Vegas? Is that his name? Uh, the combine. Anyway. Calvin there, Austin? Calvin Austin. There you go. Uh, Calvin Austin. Thank you, Jeremy. Calvin Austin from Memphis. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, Calvin Austin is the guy that might be able to do it. But even he, like when he talks, he's like, yeah, 4.3, hopefully. Right, you said that quote the yeah. other night, and it's like, okay, if that's supposed to be the fastest guy, so no. and I think the bigger one, Gil, is like, you most combines or drafts, but the combine before that, you kind of know of a couple guys, right, that are going to be the burners. Like, look out for them. We all, we all wanted to see what Metcalf was going to run that year. We all wanted to see what some, you know, guys. Uh, uh, what Ruggs was going to run that year. You know, I'm like the guys that you were looking forward to watching run that 40. I don't, I, I can't name a single guy. Right. Ruggs, you were really, you actually were looking to looking right. forward to it. You're like, let's see how, let's see if this guy can break John Ross at 4.22. Because he was talking like that. Yeah. Which he did not. There's but, nobody but talking like that this year. No, he got 4.28. Ruggs, 4.28. So, and as Matt said yesterday, some guys do it in pro day, but at the combine hasn't really worked out that way. 13. So, so it's slower. If you're getting plus money, it's slower, which you still are. We can't bet it here, but this is that points bet. Uh, the one that we're showing for yesterday was a points bet, but DraftKings has it plus 120. Slower. I would play the slower. And again, if somebody somehow gets timed at 4.28 or 4.27, you just got to eat it. Right, yeah, yeah. I you mean, know? don't empty, you know, yeah. d- don't go with the rent check on and, this And they're one. not going to let you bet the rent check. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, uh, and the other one, if you're in a DraftKings, uh, the one tricky thing with DraftKings, this is only up in certain states, so if you're not seeing it there, don't, you know, don't think we're crazy or or, or keep checking every five minutes. It might just not be available in the state that you're in. Uh, but, yeah, BetMGM bet have it up. A couple, couple places has it up. James Harden refusing to to get a third three-pointer for you. Man, I was trying to hold off checking that. Stuck on two, two for five. Uh, Sixers up on the Knicks, 93-85, 11-01 left. He's two for five from behind the arc. Oh, we should have live bet that kill. Okay. Gosh. Oh, well, when the Knicks were up, yes, we should they, they were up. They were up. So, so they were up. Uh, you, know, you know what the great thing about this show is? Big. We're, like, watching and live betting. You know what the problem with the show is? We forget about live betting sometimes. It's, not, it, it, it's, it's that, but it's more the... We're very particular, and this might be a good time to run over it again, but especially like NBA, it's I, I want to wait till they get out to a break in the action. Right. Then I can truly and assess the situation, and then I can get a bet in. And it doesn't time out for us. That sometimes. doesn't time out. Yeah. When we're in the middle of a conversation, sometimes it's hard to do that when they take a uh, quick timeout. Too busy yapping away. Uh, we had a tweet here from... Uh, this is my nightly. This is my nightly PSA, Kelly, coming up. This is a tweet. I p- promise you, uh, this is a uh, organic here. John Stewart, not that John Stewart. Uh, he tweets, uh, "Glad you're back. Thank you, John. Uh, interested in March Madness Survivor? We are new to that. Do you have any format slash websites that could help us SEC folks? Love the show. Thanks. Not sure what the SEC angle would be on it, um, but." As far as who they're, little, ha- they're a little gutsier down there, Gil. You know, gutsier. come on. They want yeah. to play Survivor. They just don't want to fill out a bracket. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't know if he meant like, was there specifically tailored to SEC teams. I don't know. SEC, by the way, uh, suddenly a basketball conference in these last few years. But the the the, I, the, the quick answer is DraftKings has one. DraftKings started theirs last year. Um, we had folks reminding us of, of that again with survivor pools. I know everybody's, Hey, you're filling out your brackets. Everybody at the water cooler. Hey, how's your brackets? Fill? Uh, you do this. You'll never fill out another bracket again. I'm serious. It's that good. Again, it's three dimensional chess. 
uh, betting for the NCAA tournament. There is nothing more fun. Just like an NFL Survivor format, you can only pick one team once. You cannot pick them again. Typically, because the first couple days are true madness, they'll make you pick two teams um, Thursday and Friday, but formats vary. And essentially, what you have to do is try to get to the end of it. But it's obviously not that simple because of the bracket nature of this, and this is where it differs from the NFL, you have to make sure in your strategizing that you still keep teams alive, unused in other words, that you believe will get to the Final Four, the championship right. game, and ultimately the title. So we had, again, a gentleman who tweeted us the other day, he was like, I got all the way to the championship game, but I went Gonzaga instead of Baylor. And the Baylor people ended up splitting, a, you know, fewer people had Baylor, they ended up getting much bigger of the pot than had Gonzaga won, they would have split it up many more ways. It is it is an interesting one. I, I would be interested in playing in one of those this year. Oh. The, the one, the brackets that I've always done always is the... Or, or for the past five years that I've taken more seriously, are the upset-rewarded ones? They, they are upset-rewarded. Yeah. So the the tiebreakers are always who's gotten oh, yeah. the biggest upset picks. Yes, okay. that's the that's the other great part of this. Let's talk more about it on the other side. All right, let's do that. Coming back, we'll wrap it up. Feastin's primetime action from the South Point. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on VSIN's primetime action, live from the South Point, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Don't forget about March Madness. How could you possibly get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24 7 streaming? Daily best bet emails and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, on every key team, conference, and player to watch, from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide, plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash madness. Of course, not only Greg Hoops-Peterson here knows their college basketball, but Matt Newmans, Tim Murray... Um, Jeffrey Parlay, Wes Reynolds, of course. Well, Wes, Wes knows everything. We could say Wes for everything. Wes is incredible. Yeah. Oh, man. We had, uh, I almost had to shut it down last week. Last week, you were out last Friday. We had 
Jordan Sherwood on, and those two got into wrestling talk. It was uh, like, oh, God. Wrestling yeah. talk. You, you guys get on a Skype call later. We need to, to actually talk some <laughs> UFC here, some things that's, you know, not. Oh, wrestling, you mean. Wrestling, oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. what you say. Like things that people can bet on. Not like, that's like an orchestrated <laughs> play, okay? Come on, guys. It's okay. Preston and I talked about Love is Blind for a good five minutes this morning. <laughs> uh, last thing about, so again, just because you brought up the point, so we just want to wrap it up just to be thorough about it. For survivor pools in NCAA, and again, the only reason that I do this every night is because I have said for years, and they, they weren't, so years ago, I did one off the grid. Right. And when I mean off the grid, I mean it was so big, I, w- I didn't run it. Yeah, you I told me about this. Yeah. That literally, there were articles written about the feds shutting it down. It's an East Coast thing. We got gamble in us, those of us from the East Coast. Anyway, it was a big thing. Um, but now there's legalized jurisdictions. People do it above board. They're not quite as big and outrageous. But the beauty of them is how some of them are set up, and I'm not sure how they set it up at DraftKings, but because it's upset rewarded in, in general, these formats, the strategy on the first day, and this comes down to whether the deadline is the first thing in the morning or before the last tip-offs of the first day, because if it's the last tip-offs of the first day, the strategy would be to pick as many upsets as possible on that first Thursday and even if you blow it, keep buying back in. See what right. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that if you do get through the first day, you will already be one up on people because you will have picked upsets. I don't know. You have to check the survivor pool you're in when the deadline for entry is, though, because if it's later in the day, that's the strategy you should employ. Whereas if it's the first thing in the morning, then you can't do that, right? You yeah. just got to play it straight. So the one I was talking about before, and th- th- this is a little bit of the, you know, it's not, it, it's a bracket. But it's a little bit more than that. Is where have you ever played any of those where it's so? What's a normal bracket like? You get like a a point for your team advancing or whatever, right? right. So you can do the the ones I always used to, I was used to like playing in is like the okay you get rewarded for the upset for the differential in the seats, right? So a so twelve upsets a five, you get, you seven get the point plus seven right. for picking the upset. That's correct. So I was like playing with those two because it, it makes you think a lot differently about stuff. Absolutely, those were you, those were typically yeah, typically it was two, four, six, eight, ten, but you got up the uh, the upset points as well, whether it was a first round or a second round yeah. upset, whatever. Yeah. The the reason that I stopped playing those, and I wonder how many people had the same experience is. The person inevitably running the pool, remember, this is pre-legalization, most of our betting lives, right? The person or people running the pools, their rake would suddenly increase so much over the well, years. That's all I was thinking about when you're talking about, I mean, buying, you know, rebuying in, well, rebuying that's in, what rebuying was so, in. That was the beauty of the survivor pool is because people would do that rebuy, 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 that the, that the pot would get so big. And if you're one of those guys that got through without having to buy in oh, another time, it's, it was spectacular. Oof. But the problem with the, the, with the brackets was the, the people inevitably running them, their rake percentage would just grow over the years. And finally, you'd get to a point like, I know I've been in this pool for five or six years, and one year I placed, won some money, big deal. But like, if I beat 400 other people, you guys are still taking 40% of this? <laughs> right. I'm not playing this anymore. So greed got the best of a lot of those brackets that used to be off the grid. But now, again, we get to do things above board. The DraftKings of the world are doing these you know, brackets and, and survivor pools, and so you don't have to be in the, uh, 
the dark rooms, if you will, the virtual back rooms anymore doing these things. We, we keep looking over at the Sixers game to see James Harden. He shot one more three. He missed it. Two for six, James. Come on. 107.96. You want to catch Reggie or not? Let's go. 107.97, 6.26. Is he even in the game? I don't think he's in the game, is he? Unless he's in a corner somewhere. Is he? In, oh, there he is. Is that him in the bottom no, right? No, no, he's not on the floor. Not on the floor. Right not now. on the floor. Sixers up. So what you need is the Knicks to sort of tighten this game. Yeah, I do. Because he's he's played yeah. 32 minutes already. He's played well above anybody else on the on the Sixers. So Kelly has over two and a half three pointers made. Harden sitting on two in this game. Two for six from behind the arc. Did I get a loser video already? I don't even remember my horrible Cavs bet. That did they give you? Yeah, did they give you one? Oh, I got one. Yeah, I got you one. Got one. That's how present we are. We're like, did we get a video? <laughs> Am I still in my tennis match? Speaking of that, let me see how I did here in the second set. Lost the first set. Update. And yes, back in it. Won the second set. There you go. There we go. There you go. Yeah, Forced the, the final third set. Some of the other NBA action uh, going on right now. Heat and Bucks. Well, actually, Heat are pulling away on this one. This is 102.93 now, 11 minutes left in this game. Uh, Heat, five-and-a-half-point live favorites if you wanted to get in at this point. 246-and-a-half, the live total. Pelicans up on the Kings, 96-82. to This Pelicans team really has been playing better since C.J. McCollum has joined the, joined the team. Uh, fourth quarter just getting started there. Pelicans, 13-and-a-half live, 233-and-a-half, the live total. Jazz up 10 on the Rockets at the start of the fourth, 93 to 83. Uh, Jazz 12 and a half and 233 and a half. Reminder that Rockets were catching about 15 heading into that game. Uh, Nuggets up on the Thunder, 43 to 39. Five minutes left in the first half. Nuggets 10 and a half point live favorites, 216 and a half. The live total. One last game in the NBA to come tonight. Trailblazers at the Suns. That is a 10-10 Eastern tip-off. Suns, 11-point uh, favorites, 225 the total in that game. Scores over in the NHL. Blues and Rangers all tied up at 3. Uh, ten and a half minutes left in the game there. The Blues, minus 120 on the money line. Rangers, minus 110, 7.5. Your live total juiced heavily to the under. The Sabres all over the Maple Leafs, five to one, six minutes wow. left in that. Leafs game. were a minus four fifty favorite mm-hmm. in some spots. Really? We got minus three eighty up on our screen. Remember, Andy had the puck line on the Leafs going into the third period here. He's down four. He'll need a, he'll need a six to nothing. Can, can someone period. please start notifying me whenever there's over three to one dogs in NHL? Just, I just want to bet them, them blindly. I want to blindly bet them every night. Yep. Sabres. How many nights have we sat here and one of these one of these is hit? We, this we like, did it one this night. This is like the third or fourth time one of these is hit. Auto bet. Uh, Kings and Stars all tied up at one. Eleven minutes left in the second period. Live numbers currently off the board there. There in college basketball, we've got a lot of games in action. James Harden back on the floor. Oh yeah, keep keep Sixers. watch for me. All right, keep watch for me. All right, uh, Houston Baptist and New Orleans all tied up at sixty-five. Five minutes left to go in that one. UAB all over Southern Miss, seventy-nine to sixty-six. 140 remaining in that game. Uh, Rio Grande Valley trailing by uh, trailing Lamar by four, 59 to 55. <laughs> two and a half minutes left to go in that one. Lamar four and a half point live favorites. Uh, let's see. We have Creighton on top of UConn, 39 to 36. 14 minutes left to go in the game. Creighton minus 120 live. UConn even money. 
Arkansas up a point on LSU, 33-32, to uh, 90 seconds to go before the half. Live numbers off the board. Wake Forest up on NC State at the half, 41-40. to Wake Forest, six-and-a-half point live favorite, 161-and-a-half the live total. Maryland up on Minnesota at the half, 41-37. to Maryland, seven-and-a-half point live favorite, 151-and-a-half the live total. Miami all over Boston College at the half, 40-25. to Miami a 14-and-a-half point live favorite, 138-and-a-half the live total. Marquette up on DePaul, 33-28, three minutes left to go in the first half. Marquette, four-and-a-half point live favorite, 152-and-a-half the live total. Uh, Wichita State up on Tulsa at the half, 38-29. to Wichita State, eight-and-a-half point live favorite, 138-and-a-half the live total. Auburn up on Mississippi State at the half, 40 to 28. Auburn, 11 point live favorite, 143 the live total. And New Mexico State and I'm going to guess SFA, Stephen F. Austin. You are the best. Nailed it. 90 left in the first half. New Mexico State, four and a half point live favorite, 132 and a half live total. Well done. I see these abbreviations like, wait, wait, wait. Which one is this? Which one is this? Yes, that's it. Stephen F. Austin. He's just messing with you at this point. The Lumberjacks? Yes. Look at you. Uh, 347 left in the Sixers game. Harden just got popped in the mouth. Doesn't appear to be serious. But that's how much time you have left for him to uh, jack up another three and make it. Bucks, uh, they just don't want to emerge, do they? Down five here to the Heat with 834 left. We've done all we can do. The nightcap is next from Circa. Tim Murray and Sean King, enjoy. Good luck with all your bets. From VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.